This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Hello. Awesome. <laughs> How many of you can relate to that painful feeling when you see this? <laughs> that painful feeling when you find out that your team member don't know how to peel a sticky note the right way. <laughs> Pretty sure you must have experienced this. Now, to ensure that they stay stuck, you might get them to always use the premium brand. Or you might have a different method in peeling it. Maybe you might want to try to peel it from the sticky side. Now, you would probably have other ways and other ideas in ensuring that they stay stuck onto the wall. And they're kind of like design principles, as they remind you of the best way for you to do a certain thing in order to achieve your desired outcome. In this case, getting them to stay stuck onto the wall. Now, like the sticky notes, you would probably have a set of design principles that gets communicated across the team. And I want to emphasize that these are very strong and important ideas. We need to make sure that we don't lose sight of them. We need to make sure that they don't fall to the ground. So we need to find a way to make them sticky. Today, you will learn the importance of making sticky design principles and I will be sharing with you a method for you to find that sticky solution for your team. Now, for the purposes of this conversation, I just wanted to let you know what I mean when I say design principles, just because I know that they can be a little bit different for everyone else in this room. I'm not referring to the universal principles of design or the usability heuristics. Those are best practices that we should always put into consideration and inform the work that we do as designers at every stage of the project. So when I'm talking about design principles, I'm talking about something that's a little bit more unique, a little bit more specific, something that can be applied to when you're on a project. So I want you to think of design principles like a compass, as it often points everyone on your team towards the direction to success, towards the North Star vision. So when I'm talking about design principles, I'm referring to them as directives that guide your team in making decisions to achieve that desired vision. In its simplest form, these design principles are essentially a set of shared values and beliefs that tells you what to do and what not to do. I recently worked on a mobile app that's designed for Australian tradespeople and all you Aussies in the room, you're pretty cute. You like to call them tradies because you love to abbreviate everything. <laughs> so that's how I'll refer to them from now on. Um, at the start of this project, my team and I, we believed that we needed a strong foundation. And one of them included establishing a set of design principles because we knew of the value that it can bring to the team. And some of the benefits that design principles can bring you while you're on a project is that it builds the sense of shared understanding within your team. Think of it like a map, which is pretty handy in telling you the path that you have taken for you to get you to where you are right now and the path that you will be taking for you to get you to where you want to be in the future. Your design principles work like that as well, as it keeps you focused on what matters most. It 
keeps you focused on a, it gives you a clear sense of direction of where you're going to next. It keeps you focused on what makes you unique, what makes you different from your competitors, and what you believe to be true about the customer audience that you're designing for. And this results in making better and faster decisions because ultimately your design principles are a decision-making tool that helps you and your team to choose your ideas and inform the choices that you make. And this enables you to move faster and quickly as a team because you can actually spend less time deciding and more time to actually do the work, which is more important. Now, my team and I, we invested a lot of time and effort into crafting our set of design principles. And once we've established it, we felt pretty confident about where we're going to next um, because we knew that this was the vision that we were moving towards and we stuck by it and we kept on going. But as we all know, as designers, our deal state mostly never happens. Midway throughout the project, it got increasingly hard for us to remember to act upon our design principles. We started losing sight of our design principles and because of lots of things. And when we remember them, it was too late within the project. And we only remember them when we need, once we've designed a solution. Now, I find it funny how we always remember to pack our compass as we are about to embark on a new journey, on a new project, but we only pull it out when we have lost our way. Isn't it funny how we would spend so much time and effort into crafting the perfect set of principles, but once it's been created, we just like leave them somewhere and then we forget to use them and we only bring them up when it's too late. Now, there were so many different challenges and so many different reasons why my team's design principles didn't stick. And I know that they're gonna sound like excuses, but what happened with my team was that there were changes to scope requirements almost every single week, and it was stressful. Nothing was fixed. Everything kept on changing. We had also lots of meetings every single day. I mean, we've all been there, like where we only have a few hours within a day just to accomplish so many tasks. And for us, because we were a growing team, we kept on hiring um, new team members. And then being the only UX designer, I had to spend a lot of time onboarding them through the, pro through the product and through our ways of working. And midway through the project, I started to realize that our design principles started to become an artifact that we would look at and admire from time to time instead of using it as a practical tool that would inform us on our design decisions. I was also aware that we were trying to retrofit a design solution to our agreed design principles instead of using it the other way around to first decide if this was the right solution that we should be building for. And this frustrated me as a designer. Seeing this happen every single day, it frustrated me a lot. And then this, let, this triggered a thought in my head and I wondered, how might we make our design principles sticky? How might we bring them to the front of mind more regularly? How might we ensure that they shape our outcome instead of remembering them only after designing a solution? So how might we make our design principles sticky? I made this a personal quest of mine to find a sticky solution, which we eventually did, and I'd like to share with you guys the method for making sticky design principles. 
So here are the three things that I want you to remember when you go on your journey to make sticky design principles. Number one, align on your compass. Number two, stay resilient and keep on trying. And number three, reflect on how your team interacts with each other. So first thing that you should remember, get everyone aligned on your compass. With my teams, there were so many disagreements within my team. So it was pretty clear that we weren't aligned on our vision. We weren't aligned on our principles. And because we were a growing team, how I got my team aligned was I organized a reset workshop where we had an open discussion about our existing principles. And we talked about if there's anything we should potentially add or if there's anything that we should remove. And while I was doing this, I felt it was really important to get an input from every single person in the room, not just designers or clients or stakeholders. And because what I was trying to build was this sense of connectedness, this sense of camaraderie that we're all invested in this project together. This, I was trying to build the sense of shared responsibility. So first thing to remember, get everyone aligned on your compass. Second thing I want you to remember is to stay resilient and keep on trying new solutions. Now, as a UX designer, I feel like it's important for us to embrace resilience and to be comfortable with failure and to just keep on trying and trying. Thinking about my introduction when I talked about the sticky notes, how will I know the best way to ensure that they stay stuck into the wall had I not failed the first couple of times? The same goes when you go on your journey to make sticky design principles. So I've experimented quite a few solutions and here's what I've tried. First, I tried to organize one-to-one -one sessions. I thought, you know what? Since we're doing onboarding sessions with all of these new team members, what if I were to squeeze in a little bit about our design principles and talk to them through about how we use this as a tool for us to communicate our ideas and how we use this to make decisions. And this didn't work. And it eventually became really hard for me to juggle with all of the UX tasks that have been expected of me. And it was actually quite embarrassing, <laughs> trying to handle everything on my own. Then I thought, what if I were to increase the visibility of our design principles? What if I were to create um, A3 size posters or, and also talk about them more on Slack? I figured since we're spending so much time within this project room every single day, I could create an A3 size versions of our principles, stick them up all over the wall. And if we can't get our design principles to the front of mind, at least we could have it at the back of our heads, like literally. And I thought, Rule, you're so smart. Like this would be pretty handy just to refer to whenever we have our workshops, whenever we are bringing up um, new solutions or, or ideas as a way for us to refer to. But it was very disheartening. This didn't work. And it was very disappointing because no one really cared about our principles. No one even acknowledged them. And whenever us designers bring up a discussion of our design principles, it always becomes a heated discussion. Which is why, number one, getting everyone aligned on your compass is really important 
in order for you to avoid a situation like this from happening. Then I thought, all right, those two didn't work. Um, third time's the charm, right? So I thought, what about a scorecard? What about a scorecard in the form of a worksheet that we could use to fill out during our meetings? And as a way for us to bring our team's design principles to mind, we could also put part of our design principles as part of that scorecard. And it worked. I was like, whoa, it worked. The scorecard was a sticky solution. And I was so happy because that meant that I did not have to try an experiment on another sticky solution. <laughs> this was one of, probably one of the happiest moments that I've had on that project. And it was, I was so happy when this happened. But the key takeaway here is not that you should also create a scorecard. The main thing I want you to remember is that the reason why the scorecard was the sticky solution was because I was always reflecting on how my team interacts with each other. Now, and this is the third most important thing that you should remember when it comes to making sticky design principles. As a designer, I feel like we don't do a lot of self-reflection on how we interact with other people and how we interact with um, other members. We, don't, we often do a lot of retrospectives on projects or at the end of a sprint, but how often do we take a step back and think about how we work with other people? I know it can be a little bit daunting, especially for those of you who are new to doing a little bit of self-reflection. So here are some of the questions that you can reflect on. You think about what's your team's working style. Think about what currently works well with your interaction with the, uh, with the other person. Think about what could be better. And if there are questions that has always been asked to you, write them down. What were the common questions? And if you're always having disagreements, write it down as well. Like, what are you always disagreeing about? As you reflect on the following questions, this will give you clues and hints as to what your sticky solution will be. The reason why the scorecard was the sticky solution was because of how I knew my team operate. My team and I, we were such a tactile team. We did everything mostly on paper. I mean, we even had a strong resistance to JIRA that we even had a physical Kanban board that we would use every single day just to move our task. So it was only natural that whatever our sticky solution might be, it had to be on paper. And our scorecard also included common discussion points that we would normally have during design meetings and kickoff workshops. For instance, we would always ask, what are we building? What, what feature is this? And who are we building it for? Is this for tradies or is it for in the internal team? And how does it help them? What, what is the benefit that it brings? As a way for us to bring our team's design principles to mind, I also included part of that within the scorecard. We had a design principle that reminds us to be solution-driven. But as we are throwing out one solution after another, I did not want my team to lose sight of the problem that we are solving for. And we also had um, a principle that speaks on the tone of voice and the language. Does it, and not just on the copy or the content, but on the overall visual and the interaction. Does it feel too playful or clinical? For us, the sweet spot lies way closer to the playful side. Find me later during the conference or during the lunch break. I'm happy to talk to you more about the scorecard and how I came up with the questions. 
with the scorecard in place, what I found was a way for us to better structure our meetings. It allowed us a way for us to quantify and to validate our ideas. And this added a lot of business value. And what I found as well is that when you find a way to make your design principle sticky, what you're doing is you're actually enhancing its original power. And for my team, we got the following added benefit. We actually, we actually increased collaboration and active participation within a team. Previously with just design principles, I was actually trying to get everyone excited about our principles, trying to get them to talk more about it, but when you find a way to make them sticky, people just, it, they just invite discussion. People just naturally start talking about it. It was so refreshing to hear them being talked about during stand-ups and during meetings that I was not a part of, especially from non-designers as a way for them to communicate their ideas to one another. And then it also built a sense of shared responsibility within a team because everyone had a role in shaping what the design principles are. So this enabled them to feel a little bit, a little bit more invested in the project and they feel like it's part of their role to get this project done and done well. But the biggest impact of all is when your clients become your biggest advocates of your design principles. When a client, when this becomes part of their language, part of how they interact with other people, part of how they communicate some of their ideas and their thinking to someone else. When your clients become advocates of your design principles, this is when, that, this is when you know that you've reached the ultimate sticky level. <laughs> Mainly because you're no longer doing the heavy lifting everyone else becomes the advocates of the design principles that you've built together as a team, which is why it's really important for you to make your design principles sticky. So, to recap, think of your design principles as a compass that points everyone on your team towards the direction to success. Your design principles are directives that guide your team in making decisions to achieve that desired vision and in order for design principles to be effective, they first need to be sticky. And a method for you to find that sticky solution. Number one, align on your compass. Number two, stay resilient and keep on trying. And number three, reflect on how your team interacts with each other. You'll be amazed with the difference it makes when you have sticky design principles, as you will change the culture, you'll change how you collaborate with other people, you'll just improve the way you work with each other. So right now, I want all of you in the room to bring your team's design principles to mind, whatever they, may, they might be. And I challenge you, how can you make your design principles sticky? How will you bring them to the front of mind more regularly within your team? How will you ensure that they shape your outcome instead of remembering them only when it's too late. And if you ever lose sight of your design principles, remember that it will result to this. Thank you. Thank you for that. We have time for one question. The question was, what are some of the design principles that you set for the project? So um, my team, we set four design principles. The first one is to be blunt and solution driven. The second one is don't make me think. The third one is don't be too serious. And the fourth one is speak tradey and understand me. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.